can't look you in the eye, so I, I dust any ways. I try and taste it was forbidden. It filled me with a lie, but now I'm still hungry inside. Amen. Forgive me, forgive me, Lord, for living like I'm not yours. I forget how kind you are. You are life for my foolish heart. Amen. Y'all go ahead and make your way in. We're going to get ready to worship this morning. Anybody here want to worship? One or two people? Oh, now. Anybody ready to worship this morning? Hallelujah. Hey, y'all can visit when we're done. Come on now. Y'all can visit when we're done. We're getting ready to have a good time in Jesus. Come on, stay up this morning. We're going to do worship song real quick. Let's lose up and ready to go. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus. We like to have a little fun. Surely alive, 
give you praise this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's turn. Give somebody a spirit high five real quick before you stand. Come on. Somebody spirit high five this morning. Hallelujah. Ooh, listen, we can have a little bit on. You can sit down for just a minute. We like to have a little bit of fun when we put up everything, you know. Get our blood flowing. And that's just a good song to do with. Come on. So, listen, so the one you can see we're there on the screen. We're, we're using a different software. Uh, what happened is, is because as you can tell, the room is filling up. We're going to start using the balcony people there to be able to see what's going on. Uh, number two, that about this is I'm now restricted to the stage. Anybody that's been around here long to know is like to from down there. And it's going to be hard. That's right. It's going to be hard. I, I keep all things Christ. This is still going to stretch you. I'm just being serious. Uh, but no, it won't get worse. Come on, we can do this. So, listen, your bullet in there, there's a few things I want you to know out real quick. I'm no used to be on here. I left my bullet in right there. It's so sad. But that's right. So sad. Uh, immediately following the service today, we're going to have a very quick, short uh, business meeting. And, uh, it's, we've got a resolution. We've, we've got a resolution. We've got to make a change to move our business meeting from the end of February to the end of March. We're going to change the word March in this space. And we're going to do that right after service. So uh, after service, we are visiting what we're going to do. We're going to try to move our member back in, and we're going to sign up, you know, do our normal stuff, and we'll do quick business meeting. We'll see how long it takes. Uh, that's the first thing I want to share with you also. And uh, we've got a uh, membership. If you're interested in a member, you can come for a while. You're know, like, oh, what? I want to be part of this family. We're a family. This is uh, who we are. And uh, we're crazy, but you were crazy beforehand, so uh, we're crazy family for God. And uh, we're kind of peculiar. The boss says you're peculiar, so I'm peculiar. Uh, I was weird before I got Dave's, and I have the reason for being weird. Uh, just want the skinny kid. But uh, there's membership back in the back uh, right there. You can grab those. Uh, and also, if you've been here for at least a year, a minimum of a year in your hand, and you're willing to serve as a deacon, we have questioners back there. Come see me before you grab one of those, if you will, because we need to know. Um, because our deadline is very quick approaching like today. Uh, so, yeah, if I know about I probably get you an attention. Uh, same there on the board. Uh, we'll see about that. But anyway, so we've got that. And, uh, you know, listen, there's a lot of great things. God is, God's doing amazing things. Let me tell you, we are the living church. We're not dead church. And the church is building, you know, the church of the people. And can I tell you that we're having people saved out on the streets? I got a message last week during the service. Somebody accepted Christ. He sent a message after service. So I'm connecting them. The week before we had somebody watching Facebook. It's, it's just God's doing things. He's on the move, man. And we need to continue to show the gospel outside the building. Gospel is not only shared inside here, it's outside. And then here come accelerate. Amen. That's why we have a revival atmosphere because we're accelerating what God is doing all along. We're not coming here just to celebrate. But and so today I get to celebrate one more thing. Is remember I talked about membership? We had a couple that's come here for a while and said they want to be a part of our family. And then we bring them up front and do all that. So we got Earl and Winnie, Norman, and Eric. Y'all stand down and wave, everybody. Uh, we're a part of our family here. And uh, you know, listen. And so one of the things that's really weird about us or me, uh, one of the things I put in there and they saw this and uh, is inside the membership packet is that one little blurb in there says "Fight for unity." We fight for each other, right? We fight for each other. And, and somebody wakes up, starts gossiping. Don't you dare speak that in my house, kid. Stomp it out. We don't. We don't play with God. We play with any dis, disorder type of stuff like that. But if you come in here, pull somebody out. I'm gonna pull you out. Because Philly don't fam do that. Listen, I'm not getting on with my sister all the time, but somebody comes up mess with her, there's a problem. I can mess with her, but nobody else can. And, and you know, so family protects family, and there's power in unity. And I have seen so much disunity in the body of Christ, especially 2020. I'm not going to preach about this right now, but I want to. Uh, we've got to fight for unity now, again. There's power for unity. And there's a dividing spirit is going through the churches, dividing. We can't up with. So, you know, that one of the weird things in our art is kind of we compare a lot of the places. We fight for unity in this place, man. So, welcome to the family. So, I'm going to pray over you. Y'all put your hands over there. And I'm going to pray over Father, I thank you for this family, for one to be a part of our family. And Lord, the shepherd over this house, Father, I speak in their life right now. Protection, Father. Devil, they are under protection of this house. And this house is under protection of Jesus Christ. Lord, I know they're already saved and serving you and they're protected there. Now they have an additional protection and covering upon their life. Lord, I pray that, that that covering continue to walk over them in the home. It would be blessed. It would be free from any sickness. Their finances would be blessed. I just release 
spirit of freedom in their home and peace in the name of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for what you're doing in their life as well as what you're doing here. If you agree with shout amen to me this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen. Love you. Thank you for, for being part of God doing here again. If you want members patch, you can grab one. All right, so we're going to move past that stuff and do some other fun stuff. I love to give. I love to give. I make a living on my giving. That's, you know, I can out of God. And, uh, you know, my pastor was here uh, preaching, and he talk, told you all the things that I've said. You know, the Word of God says that get it, shake it, get it, press down, shake it, get it, run over. So, me and given to you. That's how me and my family have lived since we got saved. And, uh, you know what? God has always blessed us. He's always taken care of us. He's always been easy. No. But, you know, I learned a new saying when I got here. I didn't grow up around cow. I grew up in Crowley, which is, you know, was fields. And, uh, you know, I started seeing the scripture a little bit differently. I love how God does that. It, the scripture says that God owns cattle on a thousand hills. Right? God's a king on a thousand hills. And now that I need my life, you know what I tell them? Now that I understand cows a little bit more, thanks to Duty and AC John and all them. Daddy, can you sell a couple cows? I, I kind of have you today. Can you sell a couple cows? Just some simple, you know? And you know what? So today we're going to give. We're going to bring our tithes. That's the word God instructs us to do. We're also going to bring offering. And so you put that slide there. You can give in many different ways. You can go to the church. You like age at church. Giving, you can give it there. I'm going to try the next year, and you, when you do that next year, it brings you to the website record, uh, but it's a bit easier. Or you can write a check to life, or you even give cash. You like cash? Uh, if you're feeling generous, drop your, your credit card in there. We'll take care of it for you. No, wouldn't that? That's why I tell you every year, don't put Christmas in the credit card, then what you have. Don't, don't put yourself in debt. But then, so today, we're going we're gonna to bless the Lord. I love blessing the Lord. I love bringing offerings to him. And we're gonna, I am preaching up that little later, but not giving. But you see, when I get there. So today, there's many different ways to do that. If you're visiting, we're not asking anything. I just enjoy you. Sit at the table and eat and enjoy what God has to do in this place today. And we're not going to ask you to clean up afterward. Let the other guys, but, you know, or do that since you remember. But, you know, we're not asking you to give. So we're going to have some gentlemen come through. We're training our children. They're going to come around their buckets. So I'm going to pray for us. And we're going to let them come through and do that. Amen. So, Father, we, and we thank you for you being in this place, God, because we already feel your presence here today. Lord, I, I come to you now, and as we all do, to bring our tithes and our offerings. Lord, I pray you would smile down upon these gifts today as bring to you. Bless them, Father. Lord, use them around the world to reach lost and the hurting. Lord, especially right here in Marfield, Missouri area, where there are people that need Jesus. Multiply this money in the church that we may use to reach the lost, which is why we exist. So, Lord, thank you for all that you've done, all you're doing. And I thank you that we can give today in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's thank you for giving. Go ahead, guys, y'all come up and do this. Listen, if you are visiting and having a chance to speak to your children, we'll go after worship. Uh, they're all going to run to that guillotine. All you got to just run by 12. Where are they at? 12? Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. Uh, children are growing back there. I love it. So, you know, we're going we're to have our children back there. But if you want to worship with one flash, we have flags here. Feel free to worship with flags. The only thing I ask is you're done just leaving the floor, leave on your chair, because we'll disinfect after. We disinfect all this stuff every week. And, uh, we get, we get out, so join in and worship this, because that's something else that's uh, kind of, I, I like work hard. I like getting the presence, amen. I have to get the presence, and I'll fight for it if I have to, amen. So, hallelujah. I think that's everything I have to say. I'm going to sit down behind there and put my ear back in. So, can I get right with you? Thank you. I'm having a shirt today. Definitely gets a walk. Yeah, that's the only thing is, is you know, these are monitors I can plug all in. I can hear them. It's life so much easier, though. Hallelujah. Anybody ready to worship this morning? Oh, no. Can, can I play with the condition just in it? Yeah. Yeah. The heaters are not on, y'all. It's just fans. But it, it's all this, this heat, you know. All these people come here and it's fixed to get warm. Uh, it's okay. I don't mind it. This not all my rat of horse. You know, I learned a long time ago riding horse. Riding horse. Riding horse. I can't drag dead, but I turn around one. I can't drag a dead horse. Not big enough. You know what? I did figure out how to make him turn. It was ring crazy one. So, you know what? Let's worship this morning.
and change our lives again. One thing we ask of you, Jesus, one thing that I desire, as I wish of you, Lord, come and change my life. Arise, 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 And I'm playing, I'm like, I'm not missing this. She bailed me out. Hallelujah. Jesus. Just 
just wanna be with you. Just wanna be with you. Yeah. 
be in us no matter what. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you that you are the God that healeth the inner healing happening right now, God. You're the God that changes us forever, and I thank you that we are being changed right now in your presence. We will never be the same. We will never be the same when we walk out of this place, God. Jesus.
You gave your life a 
the most beautiful name that I know. You're the exalted one, Jesus. You have the power alone. You live the only one, Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is he good? All time, amen. Hallelujah. Listen, our children are going to go ahead and head to the back over here. Fucking got to be seen. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Bishop Beam. Bailing me out up there. That's okay. All right, I'm going to try this. I'm going to see how this works. I'm sure this don't work. Oh, thank you. Jesus. Nice, sir. Yeah. Hallelujah. Let me get some water. Man, so good to see you. I'm cheering heading away. We got to chain him up, amen. That's right. Right. You know, I was listening to a song this morning. I just kind of put this down on paper. It wasn't part of my notes. Jason and you know, I had him on this morning. I get here early and, and about seven o'clock and the music on and just work up and try to spend time with the Lord because at eight o'clock and music practice, nine fifteen, trying to pray and do other things, and about ten o'clock, so you know, my time's like right there. But he was singing that song. He says, "I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you." I said, "Man, I love that." You know, I don't know what to do, but my eyes are on you. And then I was just like, you know what? I don't know what to do, but my heart is open. I don't know what to do, but my spirit is willing. And I was just like, you know, I, I like that. I have to try to add some words into that song. Amen. Listen, I want to preach about something today. About forgiveness. Now listen, I'm not, we've got visitors here, and we've got newer people, so you've probably never heard my story. But I don't stand up here and preach to you about forgiveness, because I read about it. I preach to you about forgiveness because I walk. And I'll share some of that story with you this morning. Um, listen, I didn't go up church. Yeah, I had some, you know, had some experience. My uncle bring me to church. Uh, my grandmother was uh, at Pentecostal. My mom didn't follow that whenever she uh, got old enough and graduated. My experience with, with church wasn't always a great thing. Um, try to turn this off quickly. But then here I am. I'm 19, 20 years old, and, and the Holy Spirit starts trying to get hold of me. And I was crying because I was fighting. And uh, my first experience, the Holy Spirit that I can remember was I was standing in this little shot in church. I shotgun because there was a door on man, there was a door on this, and, and it was and and I was in the military. I was in the cold floor in my class. Have you ever had a person that influenced your life and you'd to go find him? That's who that guy was me. Hey, I don't know if I ever find him. You know why? He was mad. That was all I knew. I had good luck with that. And I tried. I've tried. I'd love to go tell him thank you. 
this little unsaved guy right here, he brought me to that church service, and uh, man, the Holy Spirit, I felt, pushed me up into the aisle. No, knowing what that was, turns right to see who pushed me to wanting. Because I literally got pushed into the aisle. I came back to the pew, and I hit on one knuckle, like, do it again, sir. Do it again. I'm almost wet nothing over there. And so he gave me a book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. Some people like some people don't, but I promise you this, it, it impacted my thought. I still didn't get saved until much time after that. God was trying to prepare me for what was coming. Because after that, me and my father did not have a good relationship. Uh, you know what? I wish I could back because the things that I learned about him now changed my perspective. The problem was I was 16, 17, 19 years old. I knew everything and hitting. And uh, we, we had a very difficult relationship. I was killing him day. He brought his gun. And I put it back at him. I went loaded. He's a policeman. So he wasn't, you know, he wasn't enough for me a loaded gun. And we, we didn't have a good relationship. But for 19, which is coming up, 1983, he shot and killed a police officer. I'm going to do not enough yet. And he, here you have this young guy I back from funeral. And I've got serious anger issues. Serious anger issues. Like I tried to kill somebody that week. And my friends had to be all of them because I was trying to rip his throat out. Yeah, I was about bigger on though, but then serious to my I really was. I was six foot and forty pounds. I was, I was tiny. Yeah, y'all can't tell. My life was good. And um, after twenty five years, it, it, I say all of that to tell you this: that I'd get saved a few years later. And God had to start walking process of forgiveness because one, I didn't look at my dad. I didn't. But now I've anger for the woman that killed him. I should have been happy about it. But I was. You know, I do not remember my father telling me, love me or there's proud of me. I was, I was a great distance runner, track runner. I could do all of those things. Broke records, did all these things. But Valentine's weekend, I was home for his birthday. And he walked out and he gave me a hug. First hug I ever remember my life. He said, I love you, proud of you. And that Friday, you killed. And I was mad that you took that from That's what I'm mad about. You know, many years later, after being saved and the Lord walking through and dealing with anger issues and all the things that he had pulled out because I could do them. I could have done myself. I didn't need him. I couldn't do it. But you know what the Lord had me do? He had me find a lady, shot, killed, and called her. Tell her that I forgive her. Yep, I did. And I called her and had a long conversation with her. And I remember laughing, and she was like, what's so funny? I said, you know, you told me that you've prayed for me and my family every day since that happened. Only my younger sister was serving Christ that time. You have prayed us all in. <laughs> think about that. And I remember telling this lady, did you know what I think probably be one of the greatest moments of my life is to go to our church and worship alongside you, my sister in Christ, and love you. And to share our story with the congregation of how I come to meet you. Well, I don't like what she did. I don't like how the outcome and all the other stuff. But you know what? I love to forgive. And I'm not saying that, that oh, I forgive and this. No, no. I've forgiven. Like, literally, I could go sit down. I'm just encouraged. I could go sit down next to her and tell her I love her in Christ. I never like what she did. But, but a lot of people, oh, I forgive, but I don't forget. Well, there's no country song about that. Yep. Very that shit to handle. Out and keep on back to it. And I don't go back to it. It's time where I'm, you know, I'm grieved because of missing that my children never got to meet my father, which I'm like, anyways, yeah, it's, but the forgiveness is truly in a wash. But you know, Lord taught me things along the way, and this is part of what I like to teach when I teach about forgiveness. There's a lot more in forgiveness than you ever think about. You think you nothing more than, oh, God, forgive her, I pray. No, can you truly pray for them that they will be blessed? That truly they will be blessed. Not because I have to. I don't pray for her because I have to. I pray for her because she assists in Christ. So I'm, I'm gonna, I want to show you a few scriptures this morning. I don't know how far I'll get or if I can follow this thing because... When I talk about forgiveness, it's not something I read. It's something lived. I don't, I don't need a lot of, of the notes and things. I want you to, to go over to Mark chapter 11. We are going to show some scriptures in here. Mark chapter 11. There will be a bottom screen. Again, we're working on this new software, so we're, we're working the bus. But Mark chapter 11, verse 22, King James. And Jesus answering that unto them, have faith, have faith in God. For verily I say to you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be I removed, be cast to the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe in those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have every he says. Hold right there. I'm talking about forgiveness. 
and preaching about move faith. The two even come together. Well, we love that scripture, but we don't want to be beyond it because it costs me something. But the next verse, verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive them and you shall have them. Verse 25. And you stand praying. There's a little word right there. Forgive. Ooh. You have ought against any that your father also which it had made give you. Wait a minute. Thought we were talking about mountain within faith. <laughs> you know how you have no power in prayer? It's because you've got a lot of murder in your heart. Murder in my heart. If you have hate against your brother in your heart, it's murder. If you have unforgiveness, you can't go up. They probably hate involved in their like cousins or you know twins. I don't know what word you want to use. They're right there. Verse 26, look at this. But if you do not forgive me, we are all that you have forgive of your trespasses. What do you just think of this for a second? No matter how bad they were to you, how bad were you to the Father? The thing that I've done in my life, it still dumbfounds me that I can forgive them. <laughs> like, really? Really? You know, the older I got, I could tell stories about my mom every night. And think she, you what? Yeah, my dad. You know, there's those stories I won't tell her. I'll never tell her. Never going to happen. Now, the older she gets, she's getting a little more forgetful, so chances are she wouldn't remember anyways. I'd not do it. Not do it. But God can forgive me. And you see, that, that was the whole thing. Everybody has a different experience with salvation, but can I tell you that when I bowed my knee down to Christ on that day, it was a Christian convert in a church. Great Christians had been trying to get me to come forever. It was on the AVP's in Jacksonville, Florida, and they would come on Saturday morning after about all night long, and they'd wake us up early. I did by Jesus. There's not what I'm here now. Slam the door in their face every time. Slam the door. I, I want to hear you. I want to sleep. That's what I'm going to do sleep. Crazy Christian, man. And then one day I woke up late, which is the norm. I'm going to go eat. The base already closed the food. And I'm going to get 99 cents together for Big Mac because we're on sale. Tells you how long that was. I don't think you keep the bread now, 99 cents. But that's okay. So I'm like, no, i got to get some, something to eat. And this is my process. I'm just going to share you through some of the process that you understand. This wasn't like that. It was a process. And like any good lost sinner, chase after the world, I said, I need to eat. I think I got enough gas to to the club. And time's covered hard start. Not again before covered charge. Yes. So in the door, knock. I open it because I am not the normal time of the great Christians. Hey, and I want to buy you a concert. Oh, he sticks his foot door. I'm like, bruh. And then he pops out with this. He says, listen, I just want to offer you this. I want you to come to our concert tonight. No, I'm not how about I need something to eat first? <laughs> but that wasn't the best part. And the concert beat on a night, sure you get out of there, so you get to the level of coverage charge. <laughs> I had the exact bait I needed that night. So I went eight, it's called Belchway. Just right across from the church, I any time studios. I went to the concert, and this concert, I heard him share the gospel with skits and different things that they did. And when that pastor got out there and shared, at the very end, I was like, you need to shut up, but you keep talking about this altar, and I just need to get there, I don't even know why. And when he said, yeah, I ran, dropped on knees, was balling. You know what? Got up and didn't cut anymore. I don't, it's donkey. I don't care if kingdoms or not. It's donkey. Don't care what it says. It's donkey. I just don't care. It's, it's not something there. God began to teach me to forgive, and I had to forgive me, and I've been to forgive others. And he walked him through that process. The one day he says, I want you to call. It was a process, guys. But what I learned was the scripture here that if I can't forgive, I can't have power. You know what I, bothers more than anything is a Christian that has no power. He said, die on the cross to forgive me. Then he sent the Holy Spirit to live inside of me. I can have power to be a witness. The same spirit raised him from the dead is inside of me. And they said, go in like I raised dead, cast out demons. He said, go do these things. But there are so many Christians walking around with power. And you want to know why I believe that is? Because we can't forgive. We can't forgive. We come down to the altar and we'll do all these things. And, and it's all about us. But forgiveness involves another person. 
Bless me, Lord. Bless me. I'm trying to. Can you please? That, that, yep, yep, yep. No, I don't want that. Don't Lord, I like it. It's, it's who I am. Can I tell you that the anger issue I had was my personality? That's how I defended. It's my personality. Till my pastor helped me see that it was my personality. And I had to deal with it. All right, hopefully you got to deal with it. Matthew chapter 5, verse 23. This was the other scripture that got a hold of me. This was the other scripture that got a hold of me right here. Hallelujah, I'm doing okay. Come stand in the middle. Stand in the middle. I hate being tied up here. I want to run around. I, he's a good God. I go all thanks to Christ. Matthew chapter 5, verse 23. Look, look at this. If, if this doesn't get your attention about forgiveness, I'm done. I'm gone. <laughs> There's nothing else I can do. Matthew 5, 23. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar, and remember that your brother has all against you, leave the gift there before the altar and go your way, for be reconciled to your brother and come off the gift. Okay, let me put it in another translation because that one's kind of King James old, but the message translation. This is how I want you to conduct yourself in these matters. If you enter your place of worship and about to make an offering, you suddenly remember you have a grudge. A friend has a grudge against you or you have a grudge against them. Look, look at that stuff. Another scripture? Yeah. Abandon your offering, leaving immediately. Go to this friend and make things right. And then only then come back and work things out with God. Now let me put that in, in real-time speech for you. Don't raise your hand, please. I'm not trying to embarrass you. But if that's the whole ghost you let, he's better at it than I am. How many of you were gladly dropping tithes and offerings at the offering but this morning you got anger and hatred for someone? I tell you, it's not going to be less. We do that. Well, Tom had to do it. It's not what that says. If you bring an offering to the Lord and you have unforgiveness in your heart, don't you dare leave it there. Keep it and deal with it. That's how serious it is. That you can't even go into your place to worship and say, God, I'm going to set in your throne, no, set in your presence. I want to sit there and ask. And he's like, yeah, but you need to deal with some things so you can truly experience it. Well, Lord, I don't know if you can do that. You do all things. My spirit. I can't hold forgiveness and say, I want to sit in your presence. You know, Meg was singing a song this morning. I love this song. I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand. Oh, that cup forgiveness right there. Remember he told him, do you think the Father sent me and I should drink this cup? That, that cup had a lot of pain in it. But here Jesus is up on the cross. None of you have been crucified. And he was willing to say, Father, forgive them. They don't even know what to do it. I haven't said that when people cut me off in front, you know, in Lafayette or in Marseille. So cast to that, hang on a cross. See, forgiveness is so powerful that it opens the door for so many other things. I read across something on my, my notepad. I know a lot of times I write things. I have no clue where this comes from. Like, it's in my top box, so it doesn't tell me when it's made. I've searched. I don't find it anywhere else. I'd love to find and give somebody credit for this. But I don't think I did it. I know who did it. It said offense is like poison ivy. It's interesting. Listen to what it says. Just in, I, I took it out of my top box and put it in here. It's not a screen. Offense can be a poison ivy. You can cut it down, it'll grow back. You can poison it, and poison will also kill everything around it. You can pull it out by the roots again, it'll grow back. When you pull out by the roots and the till the ground, good thing to nurture the ground, it's a hard time to come back. I'm like, this is amazing. Really, we direct that. We can take credit. We say we're forgiving, and we're pulling it up by the roots, and then we move on. We just stay away from the person, and it's like poison ivy. It's killing relationships all around us. We ask for forgiveness, and that is pulling out from the roots, and then we allow the Lord to till the ground in the area around it. This process is very painful. But if we allow him to plant what needs to be planted in that garden, and to till that garden, it will grow good things. And you know what that made me think of? It was the Garden of Eden. When there was rebellion and sin in the garden, he had to make them leave. You can stand that. Do you want that, that garden, that place to be, to be around you, to just, just allow the presence of God to flow, and to be able to eat of fruit and water? You can walk life forgiveness. It's that easy. Listen, just because I learned to forgive that doesn't mean that I won't struggle in other areas. Trust me. You think you should be driving, Alex. 
They know I ain't in. I'm going to blame them. Some big ambers on under my truck. I'm going to blame them right out of way. <laughs> Jesus, they don't have anywhere to go. Please, Lord. Especially on 107 out here, right? Jesus. Oh. John and asked why I go play one. At least can halfway get off go somewhere else. Listen, guys, I haven't figured this all out. But I have learned how to deal with it when it comes up. And thankfully, guys, still one step at a time dealing with me. I got one other section of scriptures I want you to see this morning. This one's a little bit long. It's Galatians 5, 18 through 26. Galatians 5. You get, get anything out of this morning? Okay, amen. One of y'all. Hallelujah. Only one, Lord. No, I heard. Listen, is a picture. If you get one, I mean, you're, you're happy. You know, I had a young preacher tell me one time, you know, I, I think he preached to a crowd. I just want a couple of people. I said, I don't. Why? I mean, the bigger the better. Oh, you can touch more people for Jesus? No, because I had a better chance getting an hand out of that many people. Oh, never thought of that. Yes, you will. <laughs> you will. Yes. I know you love said that matter. Now, most of us know this section, but I want you to see it in other changing forgiveness. Galatians 5.18. I'm going to read off the screen. Here. It's a picture of uh, King James first. Be on. I didn't put it. Oh, well, let me read it then. But if you be led by the Spirit and you're not under law, now the work of the flesh are manifest, which is adultery, fornication, uncleanness, civicness, idolatry, woodcraft, hatred, variance, emotions, wrath, strife, seditions, all these kingdoms, word, heresy, ending, murder, drunkenness, reveling, such like. Which I tell you, for as I have also told you, pass. The day which do such things shall not enter the kingdom of God. But fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, song, spring, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Again, that's just no law. They that are pride have crucified flesh, the affections in us. If you live a spirit, let us walk also in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, poking one another, being one another. Can I read this plain English for you? It's going to be up on screen. Galatians 5, 22 in the message. But what happens when we live God's way? He brings gifts into our lives. Much the same way the fruit appear in an orchard. Remember, we're talking about a garden that needs to grow. You need to root out unforgiveness and allow you to till some things. So now that ground has been prepared, it can grow. Let's look at it. He brings gifts into our lives. Much the same way fruit appear in order. Things like affection for others. Exuberance about life. Serenity. We have a willingness to stick with things. Look at this. A sense of compassion in heart. A conviction that our basic holiness, basic holiness permeates things and people. We find ourselves involved in loyal commitment. Not needing to be forced. Not needing to force away life. Able to marshal and direct our energy wisely. Look at all the self-control and all the things that come out of it. Uh, yeah, there. Legalism is helpless in bringing this about. It only gets in the way. Among those who belong to Christ, everything connected with getting our own way and mindlessly responding to what everyone else calls necessities is killed off from good for good and crucified. All those necessities in life that we call ourselves trying to get are no longer important when we truly turn our way or heart over to Jesus. Is there another one? Okay. Since this is the kind of life we have chosen, life of spirit, let's make sure that we do not just hold it as an idea. God don't want it out of a life. In our hearts, our heads, or a sentiment in our hearts, but work out its implications in every detail of our life. That means we will not pair ourselves with each other as if one of us were better and another worse. We have far more interesting things to do with our lives. Each of us is an original. We were an original masterpiece. Thus things can grow in your life and you get rid of all of the poison ivy and all the things. Can I tell you had an experience poison ivy when we bought the property here in town? There's a road they'd been there forever and every day. And the trees had grown over it. And so we started cutting them back. And I'm telling you, I was heading back 10 feet worth of branches because his head is grown. And I'm going through them, and there's a bunch of reason to activate to pull them out, and there's vine and everything else. Well, it was poison ivy, poison oak, anything else you can imagine. I'm not urging to it, but we found my wife is. And Island is a little bit the sun. So after three trips to the doctor, we finally got poison ivy out of her system. And then she could look at it, and he'd get it. I came across the, ro uh, the road, you know, over there on the side, and, and that was it. And it affected her so much that we don't have to use that high-sensitive, uh, the courage, and everything. We can't use all that sense stuff anymore. 
was an extra. And then it keeps coming back and poisoning and poisoning and poisoning. But you know, I realized the house that was on the front was foreclosed on. Nobody was there. So I had the grass one day. There was big vines growing all through the yard. Poison ivy. i never seen it like that. I've only seen it where it comes out and goes up a tree. He had shot all through the yard. And I'm like, okay, God. So I grab my gloves and start pulling it up, trying to find where its roots are. And I pulled it out. And I poisoned that root. And I put it out. And I just kept them back every couple weeks. And I kept poisoning and poisoning. And eventually, I kept the grass cut down where it started smoothing out. And then the grass come up and killed it. And now all I have to do is walk around and see a bud start. Do I thought that ivy, that poison ivy was so interesting? Because I had to deal with that. And again, it made perfect sense to me up these things in our eyes. Listen, God wants you to walk in forgiveness. Because forgiveness has power. Forgiveness even has freedom. Yeah, I see the picture that we walk around and we're just like this all the time, trying to hold up all of these things that we want to go of. I can't give God. I, if I forgive him, who am I going to be? My life is wrapped around him. We laugh, but that's very true. Our identity gets wrapped up in hating him. I tell you, your identity needs to be wrapped up in Christ. The one that taught us that we can forgive all things, no matter what they do to us. All things. So we walk around, let people run us over. Meekness is my weakness. But you know what? I, I don't have to hold a grudge to give people like that. I don't have to hate people. I don't. I don't like what do. And I'll perform. Fruit in their life, not fruits of goodness. They're fruits of the world and they're fruits of evil. And so I know that that's not a brother or sister in Christ because of fruit that they're bearing. But I don't hate them. I, listen, I've done bad things. <laughs> I don't got to judge me. If I start judging them, I got to be judged. I got to judge at the same level. Whew, I don't want that. So then you can walk in forgiveness. If this guy can do it, you can do it. It's not easy. And it doesn't happen overnight, generally. But along the way, you can learn some very interesting. I, I didn't even go into half of the things that I could have shared with you today about, about how I walk through forgiveness, how God taught me to forgive. I just shared the, the, the summary version for you. That, that forgiveness, one I got saved, probably took uh, 10 or 12 years to be able to get to that point. But I did learn to love people around me. You see? So today, I want to pray for us. We can truly forgive. So pray for us that we can truly forgive. But before we do that, Y'all got something real soft and put it on. You're here today, or maybe you're watching online, and you've never accepted Jesus. But like I told you earlier, my life didn't change before Jesus. If I could have done this without him, I would have done it sitting in a club. But I couldn't. Because my life was a wreck. There's only one person, Jesus Christ, that can forgive us and, and help us change. And you, know, you can ask my mom, cuss like a sir, because I was a sailor. I cussed like crazy. Mommy fussed out all the time when I was it, and God took that away. That's what he did for me. He do that for you, made do other things. Do other things. So you're here today. You say, Pastor, I don't know Jesus like you know him. He's he's definitely not my Lord and Savior like that. I've said a prayer, but I don't know if I commit my heart to him like that. Just sleep hand real fast. I want to pray with you today. Now, again, I'm not trying to embarrass anybody, but I tell you that I've been waiting to shut up to go on altar, being honest. Because there's something about it all today, slap hands and all that. Listen, what do I got to do to pray with you and to help you on the journey that God took me on so many years ago? You're here, just like slide hand real fast. Pastor, I Jesus like that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So listen, I was just going to leave you in a prayer, and I'm talking to you after service really as well. So come with this. Dear Jesus, forgive me what I've done. Forgive me of all the things I've done in my life that just are not good to you. I accept right now you as some God. I accept that you can forgive me of my sins. I ask you to forgive me of all the things that I've done wrong. Cleanse me of them. Wash me clean. And I confess that Jesus Christ is some God. That he was crucified, killed, buried, and came back to life. And now he sits in heaven next to the Father. And I confess Jesus Christ as my Lord and my Savior, I no longer bound by this world. For if you said that you accept Him as your Lord, you confess you've been with the Word of God. There's many different ways to pray that prayer. 
accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And I say, Lord and Savior, because a lot of people want to say you're a get out of jail free card, you know, get a hell card, but we won't submit. And it's submissioning. The Bible says that the angels in heaven are rejoicing because of what you did today. And I rejoice with you. Again, I'm going to speak to you briefly after service, but I'm going to pray for us today if I can briefly. Father, I thank you for what you have taught me. Lord, that you're continuing to teach me. Today, I pray that every person in the sound of my voice, even months and years later, will get the words, your words, and the experiences that I have spoken. And by your spirit, Lord, they will forever change their lives. Lord, give them the strength today to confess that I have things I need to forgive. I have people that I need to forgive. Because I have to confess that they have to speak, that it has to happen. And give them the strength through your spirit, teach through your word, and people that be along with them, that guide them through the process of walking true forgiveness. Lord, we can't hold a grudge and hatred against any brother or sister in Christ, not in the world, as bad as it is. Because you've forgiven us how we walk in forgiveness. Give us the strength, Father. Lord, I know there's some here today that need healing their body. And Lord, I thank you for healing them now. I thank you, Lord, that you are God that thee. You are God that has already touched us. By your stripes, you have healed us. By your stripes, I've said, Lord, we are healed. And I thank you for those people that are here today, that they're online, that could be here. I rebuke the spirit of cancer that has come upon some of our people in the name of Jesus. Right now, I release the spirit of life and health in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I command cells to die and filtered from the body. In Jesus' name. Lord, I pray you continue to protect us as, as we walk through the earth and there's virus going on. Lord, I pray our divine protection upon your people. And Lord, as I, I pray often, Lord, I curse the virus and I speak death who had committed to her and I. Lord, I'll stay here away upon this earth. Have way on us, Lord. Whatever it takes to get our attention and move back to you. Because something so short is a sickness. If it must be to you, it will last in eternity. A life to you. So, Father, I thank you for all that you've done and all that you're doing in Jesus' name. You agree that same in the morning. Amen. You want to grab the kids and we're going to get ready. Uh, so listen, online audience, guys, I'm going to tune off. We're going to do a communion now. Uh, so listen, we love you. Thank you for tuning in today. And uh, you'll know, part of our service. Watch it again. It will be online at 7 p.m. Amen. Bless you.